Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had this beautiful realization recently that when I dream that that is kind of similar to people seeing in the spirit where they can see something but it doesn't necessarily come with an immediate interpretation. And so it gave me a grace that where I used to just be frustrated that I would have a dream and end the dream like, well, that was odd. (laughs) Yeah, of course it's odd. Um, (laughs) It just is. And it was so beautiful to say, well, can I get one piece that I could figure out what it means? And so I had a dream where I was driving along, road tripping, and there was a rest stop and it was surrounded by pines, very thick, dense pines. But I could see that the address was 7200, you know, whatever road. And so I thought when I woke up, okay, 7200 is a pretty specific number. And so is there a 720 or like 720 scripture that maybe I could just receive as like a 10x or a 10 fold interpretation? And there really wasn't which was a little bit surprising because most scriptures, when you go to look, there's like five possibilities or something. So I'm not saying there were no nice 720 scriptures. It's just that the two that I found, I was like, "Eh, no, it's neither one of those. So I went and I looked up Psalm 72. And of course, Psalms has 150 chapters. The next most, I believe, is Isaiah with only 66. So anything above 66, it's going to be in the Psalms or it's not going to be there at all. And, you know, I probably have read Psalm 72 occasionally, but it's not up there with my favorites. And when I started reading it, I completely remembered why. Because it's, like, it says of Solomon, but then the last verse is like, this concludes the prayers of David. And so you're kind of like, okay, so this is maybe David praying over his son Solomon, except that the prayer itself is like so over the top that it's like, well, clearly this isn't about Solomon. This is about Jesus. And so the whole thing, you know, I'm kind of like, let me just box it up and not, and like pretend that Psalm 72 doesn't exist because I don't even know what to do with it. But because of this dream, I was like, okay, well, can I, can I enter in a little bit more fully to this Psalm 72? And okay. So <laughs> it was actually really astonishing because if you think Psalm 72 and then you think, no, it's 7,200. So it's a hundred fold, like a hundred X of this Psalm. So you also have to think, okay, David was a man after God's own heart. Like David's heart towards his children, David's heart towards his family, David's heart towards the Lord. All of these are expressions of the Lord. And it's not that David was a good father in many ways. (laughs) He was actually pretty abysmal. (laughs) Um, And, you know, if our children turned out like David's children, rapist, murderer, etc., etc., we would not be like, wow, parent of the year award for me. But it's interesting to say, but David had like the same heart of God. So I don't understand how these things work. I'm just being honest. It's, I don't get it always, but this, the fact that David shared God's heart towards his children and such is really beautiful to think about. And so, uh, okay. Psalm 72, when I went and looked at it again, 
I realized, you know, this is not actually, um, it's not that impractical to be about Solomon, except for the one verse of like, may his reign endure forever as long as the sun and the moon. And you're kind of like, okay, so is this sort of like the equivalent of, you know, may the Tisrock live forever, (laughs) even though we all know the Tisrock is not actually going to live forever. But there was a note that said that Septuagint, which my understanding is that's the translation of 70 Jewish elders, that they translated it as, um, your fear will remain forever as long as the sun and the moon, or like the fear of you or something. And in that regard, if you take it more like your reputation or your, the, the glory of your reign will be remembered forever and ever, then it's like, okay, now all of this just became actually recognizable. And then when you read through Psalm 72, with that perspective of like, this is the cry of a big hearted father praying a big prayer on behalf of his son. And then Psalm 72 becomes incredibly powerful. And, you know, I read it a couple of times over uh, the next couple of days. And each time it, it was like something that had been in black and white for a long time suddenly became a burst of color. And this idea of saying, wow, so much of what David is speaking we know literally was fulfilled. You know, he's, he's speaking out, you know, may the, the king of Sheba and the, and the gold of Sheba come. And you're like, well, I don't know that it was the king, but like the king's offspring, presumably the queen of Sheba came. And the Bible even tells how much gold she brought, ridiculous amounts of gold. And, and then, so there's other aspects, like all of the kingdoms are going to be coming and giving tribute and there's going to be, you know, it's like on and on that the, this rule of peace is going to be so beautiful and the nations are going to be blessed through you. And obviously this has a larger fulfillment with Jesus, but this picture of a father caring and wanting these big things for his earthly son, that is, it's over the top. It's ridiculous. And I think it's um, hitting me hard because I think I don't have a hope like that for my children. I don't pray over them these strong and powerful prayers of deep expectation. And it's not that I think, oh, my children are going to rule the world. It's more, um, I don't, I don't even think about what their prophetic destiny might be. I don't have any kind of a perspective like that. And that actually grieves me. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm asking that the Lord would change my heart, transform my heart, make me, um, hear his voice on behalf of my children, whatever their destiny is supposed to be. And that I would not try to cut it down to size in a way, but that I would always have a large and like a large expectation a a big hope for them and what they're to do. And that that I would have actually the Lord's heart towards who my children are and what they're to do. So yeah, even I felt like Psalm 72 is like a tutorial on what we are supposed to be considering for our children, or it's like a tutorial on hearing the Lord's voice and speaking out 
what you expect on behalf of your children. So yeah, Lord, I just thank you for the ways that you expand your voice and for us that you expand your words so that we can hear what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Holy spirit. We pray for more of your illumination of the word of God. Thank you, Lord. Amen.